1: You know, I live by uh, a coaching creed, man. If you can't get a yard, you don't deserve to win. And um, and that was the case for us.
0: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf.
2: So, good morning. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and Mike Tomlin just said, if you can't, uh, drive the ball for a yard you don't deserve to win, and you don't deserve to win.
3: No. I mean, and it's a simple axiomatic coaching credo. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? That's just something that you know. If you can't get less than a yard and five whacks, right. and by the way, that also happened to be a first- uh, in the first half, they had a uh, five-wax. Then in the second half, they had a third and a fourth down that they right. tried to pass on. They failed on. But you know, we don't say that without personal experience. We have done that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing about an offensive line, and what you have to understand: we're talking about fourth and ones basically. Sometimes you go to the coaches and you say, "We can do this." We can because yeah. you're feeling it. You know it. Yeah. But let's, you have to. Let's earn go for it you got to earn their trust and you earn the right to go to the coaches yeah. and say let's go for it we can do this
2: yeah you know uh when uh, uh kobe was walking with me this morning right he he talked about uh the uh, lack of a running game and he said you know these guys are two point stances they they drop step and they're they're not they're not a coming off the ball.
3: Well, it's again, it's a change in the uh, really the focus of, of what football has become. Yeah. Um, you know, things have changed. I get it. Um, there's still a point in time where you need to come off the ball, and you can only go, only need to go to Tennessee or go to Jacksonville and see some of the lines that come off the ball and still put their head in there. Right. You know, it's not like you got to do it every single play and all that stuff like we did back in the day. You got to do it but every single play. No, I think you can go outside zone and you can do some of that. I get it. All right. But the fact is, nobody's going to trap like we trapped. Right. Nobody's going to roll back the line of scrimmage exactly the way we did back in that era because, again, you know, that was when the uh, elves and orcs were running around in the Middle Earth. And, you know, we're dinosaurs. But the fact is, that's the way it got done because the body lean, the angle, the strength, and the power and the technique were all there as part of it. And I know people say, Oh, well, you know, you guys were only 245. To, you know what? Some of us, yeah, we were only 275, 280, of that. But I still, you've still, we played against the 350 right. pound Louis Kelcher, the 375 pound Fridge. Yeah. You know, we played against the 345 pound Dave Butts. I yeah. mean, you know, it's not Mike Stensrude. You know, I, yeah, there weren't as many 300 pounders, but look at some of the speed rushers you got today yeah they're 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 no bigger no different look technique is technique Chuck didn't care how big you were yeah he taught you a technique and it was called under and up the rising blow, same foot same shoulder all those things
2: you know uh, when I was uh uh weighing in after the game uh, after the practice uh Chuck was looking over my shoulder and I said, coach, I can get bigger. he said, I don't care how right. big you are I just care if you play. If you can play, you can play.
3: And he always said, "You bring me the athletes, I'll teach them how to play." Right. Uh, and the thing is, when when you go, when you have the ability to run block, you learn it through a process uh, that began with, you know, the flat back and went to the rolling over the lead foot, all those things. And I, you know, I know ad nauseum people say yada yada yada. Well, you know what? It worked.
2: Yada, yada, it, yada.
3: Yeah, I mean, you people, we can sit here and talk about the old days and stuff, but the fact of the matter is, the running game was a bigger, prominent part back in the day, and part of it was because there was so much success at it, you yeah. know? And the passing game has evolved all right, I understand. So much of it has to do with the fact the red zone, with fantasy football, and all these sorts of things. And they've taken uh, what was the indoor arena game and put it outdoor, and created you know the the, the huge points and everything else. And I guess. That's great, but I remember the day back in the day when it'd be ten to 7 thirteen seven, it'd be seventeen fourteen, and it was a tight-fisted ball it up and have at it and see who's standing at the end of the day. Yeah, type of affair, and that was a fun time. Yeah, that was exciting.
2: Uh, you know what? Steve Wiz uh, went to Kansas City. Wiznewski. yeah, Steve yes. Wiznewski. Steph Wiznuski went to uh, 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 Kansas City, right. and uh, and when. Kevin Colbert called him. He goes, "Why did you go to Kansas City? (laughs) We, 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 you know, we wanted you. We wanted you. Right. Well, they
3: obviously didn't make it apparent enough. Right. And remember, a bird in hand is worth two in the bush. You know what I mean? So the fact is, um, Kansas City wanted you. Hey, you know, you, you let me know, you know, if you're if you're Pittsburgh and you want me, you better let me know. Right. You know what I mean? And and make it more than just, hey, just hang out there and we'll we'll get to you. No. You gotta let him know. And it's unfortunate. But I'm glad for Stefan, all right, because he's a quality first of all, we love him. We know him since he was growing yeah. up a little little boy, little baby. But uh the you know, uh you want for him the very best, and obviously uh it would have been nicer to have him here but whatever was misconstrued uh, messages or what have you, uh, you want him employed. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so that's all well and good, and it would have been nice to have him. But I will say this, since uh, you bring this up, J.C. Hassenauer has done a good job. Yeah. He hasn't done – he's not unbelievable or anything like that. I'm not, you know, going way overboard. But I'll say this. He stepped in. In two games, he's had – I think he's mishandled one snap at – bounced in or something yes but uh watching him he looks like he's part of the, the solution you know what i mean he's, yeah. he's a guy that i think has done a credible job uh given the fact of what is wallowing around out there in the running game the running game is just having issues and i think that they can improve it no and,
2: doubt. and you know uh, uh marquise pouncey He's coming back, be coming back exactly. So right.
3: and so, I'm looking forward to that because Marquise is he's he's a Hall of Famer too. Right. He's a Hall of Famer in the waiting. Um, and by the way, I hope that Alan Faneca finally gets in this year. Yeah, this would be just absolutely ridiculous if he doesn't get in this year. I will tell you what, that's got to just get you your your, your your gizzard just like going sideways.
2: What's the big guy's name from the uh, Hall of Fame?
3: Oh, yeah, David does uh, something other, the big guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: You, we, we ought to
3: talk to him. <laughs> you know how big he is? He's, he's a big man. Yeah. We'd have to high-low him. <laughs> you want you want the front and, and push, or you want to be behind and, and behind um, the uh, knees? Cut him. <laughs> we have to roll up his legs. We had to take the two of us. I'm not sure he'd even notice. He's, he's a huge dude. But, the, yes, you know, here's the thing about it. Um, Allen just is so deserving of it. And yeah. he's been, you know, so patient. And I just hope and pray that this is the year that it, it, it comes through because he is so yeah. deserving and he should have been a first ballot, no question. So having said all that, getting back to the offensive line and the issues that we're talking about, you know, the fourth down, um the fourth and one, you look at those five cracks right. from the one yard line and you you saw you know, on the one, um, Chase Young came down the line and tackled Benny Snell when he was trying to go up over the fourth or fifth play, or the first, fourth or fifth crack at it. Um, Eric Ebron came in motion and, and totally overshot uh, Chase Young. You can't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you have, on the first or second one, Derek Watt was the lead fullback kicking out uh, Cameron Curl, and Cameron got underneath him made a great play. Yeah. And that was unfortunate. So you've seen different guys create different problems. Uh, Chooks came down on the inside th- uh, technique guy, uh, the guy over the guard, and uh, allowed penetration. It, it made uh, Matt Filer go wider right. before he went up in the hole. And then, of course, Cameron Kroll came underneath Derek. Wall. All these things, and they've got to iron them out. The problem is, and it, and it just – I. I what, what is the solution when you've got COVID-intensive weeks where you can't really put on the pads? You can't even really be in the – you're Zooming your meetings. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it's a huge problem. And uh, obviously, some teams are solving it. Yeah. You know? And some aren't solving the physicality problem. But even Mike talked about the fact there was a lack of physicality apparent right. in his last game. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what
2: would you do? So – um. You know, when he said the guys that are not catching the ball can be replaced with the guys that Uh, are catching the ball. (laughs) Yes. Well, the guys that are not coming off the ball can be replaced with the guys coming off the ball.
3: Well, that's very true. That's a true statement. That's right out of Coach Knoll. Right. You know, Chuck would always let you know um, your job is not secure. Right. You know, you are only as good as your last performance. And, um, you know, the fact is he was not afraid to replace people or yeah. threaten your job or your living conditions, <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, he, he, that's, that was Coach all. No. I mean, he always said that everybody was always competing, and obviously, you know, guys like Mike Webster, John and stuff like that. Yeah. They've been, but that's why they were great. They've been, they competed every year for their job. Yes. and they were great because they rose to the challenge, and, right. and and so forth. So, I wonder with the salary cap and all the things that that go with that. Yeah, how does that how does that affect you know players? Because there's certain you understand players. That, well, there's nothing you can do. You can't move them. You know, you can't not play them because of the fact that they you know they make a lot of money or something. So there's there's always kind of issues in that that I don't. <sighs> It's not. It's way beyond my pay grade. You right. know what I mean. If you're sitting there and you're going, well, what would you do? You go, oh well, you know. What I mean, can you? Well, money wise, what do you do? I mean, the fact is, you try to put the best people out there to perform. Right. And um, and right now, I, I just think that you've got a you've got an opportunity to recalibrate your 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 desires on offense, uh, so to speak, because of the fact that you know. When you win, when you're winning 11 in a row, you're sitting there going, "Well, that's that's we got a problem with this, we got a problem right. with that, but if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it." Type mentality because you're still winning. Yeah. Well, now you lost. So now it's kind of like now you can recalibrate. Now you can sit back and say, "We got to fix something."
2: You know, uh one of the things that I think uh is uh a lot of teams come off the ball and, uh, you know, the Steelers don't come off the ball. And so I want to see them come off the ball.
3: Well, that's that's a very – it is a simplistic approach, but there's truism. So you, you put on the tape. You know, Mike is talking about the fact you either catch the ball or you get replaced by those who can. Yeah. Well, you look at the tape and you see a high attitude latitude of, of pads being upright. Okay, think about it. Yeah. The more you get away from padded practices, the higher the pad level gets after right. a while. It's just it's human nature. You know, you don't practice the uncoiling, the rising blow, the same foot, same shoulder, the under and up, what have you, all those significant things that we practice three times a day or three times a week on a on a weekly basis. You don't practice those without the pads. And as you get <laughs> I know, and the flipper doesn't. And the double team, the flipper, the flipper does not work. No, you've got to still come off with that. You know who it was? Jim, um, it was McAnally, right? Or McNally? Yeah, the Cincinnati coach. Yeah, didn't he teach that? Yeah, he. he The the flipper on the double teams, and you stayed upright, and you kind of shuffle your feet. You know, I still remember Anthony Munoz coming off and taking people back and squashing people. Right. You know, I mean, you whatever you want to say about. You know the the outside zone blocking scheme and the the waddle step and the flipper and stuff. Munoz used to manhandle people, yeah, you know <laughs> he was he was one of those guys that just came off locked and loaded, and if you weren't hunkered down dog, you found yourself like um five eight nine, ten yards backwards and maybe getting thrown on your back right. no question about it, so you know the the thing about the fourth and ones. This offensive line, it is capable. We saw in the first five weeks or first five games, they they all they rushed over 100 yards. How many times? A number of times. Right. You can do it. They've done it before. Now they've got to get back to doing it again. And it, to me, it's like you you talked about, um, you know, the pad level thing. You've got to put on the pads a little bit and kind of get a little work at it. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see.
2: We'll see. We're going to take a break. Uh He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room. And we'll be back after this.
4: You know the day destroys a night. Night divides the
2: day.
5: Try to run. Try to hide.
6: Chased our pleasures <clears> here <throat> Dug our
5: treasures there or Can you still recall Time we cried, Break up!
1: The big thing for us is to examine why, um, to get back in the lab and recapture some of the rhythm that we've had in those situational moments throughout the year. There have been times during the year where we haven't run the ball as fluidly as we like, but even in the midst of those the situational moments, we've been solid. We weren't in our last performance, and so we gotta own that.
0: You're in the locker room with Tunchin' Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunchin' Wolf. So, we're back. Uh,
2: And uh, Mike Tomlin uh, was talking about getting back in the lab uh, and uh, getting... correcting
3: things correcting things right. do you, do you think they're going to correct things yeah i think this is the time look you've got a little tweet came from uh guy over in cleveland you know one of the favorite miles villains. garrett <laughs> oh how how quickly you you know who that who the villainous one from cleveland might be what of course it would be defensive end miles garrett you yeah. know him of the helmet swinging fame miles left a little tweet last night or this morning, it said the Steelers might have opened the door. Open the door. Ooh, now you've got uh, the nine and three Brownies, uh, who you know coming down the stretch here. Uh, you've got four games. They're a couple games behind, right? And now are saying maybe, just maybe, rather than looking and battling for an AFC wild card uh, slot. Uh, they're talking about AFC North champs.
2: Yeah, and and you were uh, you were uh, right in uh, break on through the other side. <laughs>
3: well, we have our moments. You yeah, know? I have my moments, though they be right. few and far in between. Yeah, the fact of the matter is, you look at this: uh, the Browns have been on a surge. They've been playing some good football. Yeah, they're nine and three. Baker Mayfield, for all of his uh, you know waking up dangerous and everything else, the guy has been playing pretty good football. Right. And you've got to understand at this point in time uh, as you look at the last quarter of the season, think about the snapshot that back in 05 when the Steelers got on a run the last four games. Yeah. And, and they and went on to win the Super Bowl.
2: And Kareem Hunt and uh, Bradley Chubb are playing well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb.
3: Yeah. Bradley. I wonder if they're... Are they Bradley brothers? Chubb is on uh,
2: Denver. Denver. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's a
3: linebacker yeah. out there. So uh, Nick Chubb is is a terrific back. Kareem right. Hunt's a terrific back. They've got a good offensive line, but I will tell you their offensive line is is not any better than ours. I I am I, I, serious. I believe it. J.C. Treder, Who do you take, Treder or Marquise? Well, bounce. Bounce. Absolutely. Um, who's you got at the left tackle? Bologna. No, no. Batonio is the Betonia. right guy. You know, and you know what? I don't have in front of me, so I can't remember. all. But Mitchell. Cam Schwartz. Irving. Mitchell Schwartz, would you take Matt Filer or would you take Mitchell Schwartz at right tackle? He's a,
2: He's a, a Kansas
3: City. Yeah. No, no, no. Schwartz? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's gone. That's right. I'm sorry. Who is the right tackle then? Uh, yeah, you can't remember either. Yeah. So I'm in Kansas City with my guy. You don't remember. All I remember is their offensive line, I think, man for man, I think they can do just as well. So the point is, do they correct the running game? Had they left the door open – too far in fact <laughs> hey mr potato don't just leave me all right <laughs> i need some help here all right all right so we forgot that mitchell schwartz is no longer there he left like five years ago didn't yeah that's right he? <laughs> for those of us not keeping up on on uh, current events which would be me uh you know uh, so anyhow their offensive line i'm trying to remember what Hubbs was out there. Yeah, Hubbs was there. And then yeah. um that 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 uh, was the right guard. Wyatt Teller was another guard, yeah. But he's you know, I take uh, DeCastro over Wyatt Teller. Yeah. Um so without having the whole offensive well, line in front you know, of us. Uh,
2: they, the point is they've been coming off the ball. They
3: do come off the ball. Yeah. And you know, again, you're gonna have to have a resurgence in this offensive line. You're gonna have to get more physical and you're gonna have to play with a little more urgency and you're going to have to move people and roll the line of scrimmage back. But having said all that, what say you about Miles Garrett who is proffering the notion that the door has been opened by the Steelers, that the chase is on, that the AFC North champion has not been crowned yet you know, and they I, could still snatch it?
2: I, I don't think the the door has been opened.
3: You don't think so? I,
2: I don't think the door has been opened uh, you know Miles Garrett. Uh, you know I'm I'm not impressed with him. Uh, and uh, yeah,
3: I can take him. <laughs> there was a time. Yeah, At that time is a long time. That, ago. That's a long, <laughs> long time gone. I I can take him. I can take him. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> okay, um, just so that we're we're uh, we're not just so we're keeping up on current events. That yeah. was a long time ago. That's line, that, that. <laughs> just so that you know, that was a long that was, time that was way gonna... before Mitchell Schwartz went to Kansas City. <laughs> twenty six years, <laughs> twenty six years. My gosh, how long is I mean, how quickly the, those years have gone by? Yeah, I mean, that was a long time ago, and yeah. it's it's just funny now. You can <laughs> take them.
2: I
5: can
3: take them. <laughs> we could. We can barely keep up with our grandkids. <laughs> oh my goodness! Your grandkids could overwhelm you right at this so, point. So how was weigh in Wednesday? Oh, we got. Oh, we had uh, You know, we had a, a hall pass. It, it was. You know, you're 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 getting a hall pass. Oh yeah! Don't you remember? We got. We got. We had. We got to take off. or was that last week? Well, that that was last week. Oh wow, was that 2 weeks ago? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I thought that we you know we had the a little extended credit there, you know, before. Yeah, sure. Of oh, course, yeah. I mean, it's December. You know, I mean, you got to glad tidings we bring and you know the pie and the the ring. I don't know. <laughs> Palmer pies. Palmer pies that that rules. I, I
2: want a Palmer pie.
3: I will talk to Hoopy. Yeah. yeah, and she's probably listening right now, and so you say, uh, uh, Chalooch wants a Palmer pie.
2: Yeah, and don't go to, to any trouble, uh, uh, Esty.
3: Well, uh, what, w- wait a minute. Are you asking for a Palmer pie or not? I mean, it does. It is a little bit of trouble because she's got to make it. I, I'm 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 asking for a Palmer pie. <laughs> There you go. It's out. I know Hoopy's listening right now, so you're gonna probably get the uh, you know uh, blueberry blue oh ooh. Ooh. or apple. She makes amazing lemon oh, pie. She, I love the lemon she, pie.
2: You know, oh. I, I, I when we went over to your house
3: two oh, years you mean ago, her house, yes, yeah,
2: her house two years ago. Yeah, there was a pie, and that was the pie. How about pie. the roast
3: beef Sunday too? Yeah. That'll stick to your gizzards. You know, that there, man, that, uh, that'll that stick with you all day long. Yeah. No doubt about it. So, all right, so Chalucha's asking for a blueberry. Blueberry? No. No, blueberry. Apple, apple. Apple. Oh, wait a minute, apple? Oh, apple. Peach cheese. pie. No, not a peach. You don't want a peach. You want an apple. Apple's right. better. I, I want oh, an apple. Do you put cheese on your apple pie? No. Oh, okay, because uh, that's, that's a, a Palmer secret. Wow! Nice slice of cheddar cheese. Well, I'll
2: I'll eat it. with A little Colby cheese, maybe. I'll I'll eat it with. Yeah, a little slice
3: of, little slice of heaven there with some cheese with your apple pie, buddy. Yeah, that's the way it's done in Buffalo. All right, we got some phone calls. Shall we start stacking them up, my friend?
2: Let's go to Cr in Chicago. Cr, welcome to the locker
3: room.
7: Hey what's going on you two off It's c r still next in Chicago. How the heck are you doing this morning?
3: Well, you gotta answer something for us first c r do you eat cheese with your a slice of cheese with your apple pie?
7: uh no, because if I put a slice of cheese on there, I can't get the second slice of apple pie on there
3: oh now see i I can do both
7: easily. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll put two slices on there. That way I ain't got to. Hey, that way I don't have to go back and get another one.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, hello. Top of the morning to you, our How's uh, Chicago Steelers Nation, Chicago doing?
2: And and uh, have you been to Silo and uh, the Deep Dish Pizza? No, I haven't been to Silos. Hey, man. I'm gonna be honest
7: with you guys. I've been, I've been, I've been in self quarantine basically, since March. I would say that since March, I have been out the house, away from the house, I would say 20, 20 times, maybe 25 times. No That's kidding. very maximum. No? Wow. Hey, I ain't got no... Hey, I got the... T- As a matter of fact, right now, what I'm looking at in the background is that uh, when the Steelers went to New Orleans and I called you guys on the way back, remember that phone call?
5: Yes. Yeah. hmm
7: Yeah, I was in the car. I, I landed in the, in the, uh, up north here and uh, I was going right. back, so I'm just looking at this game. But anyway... Uh, no, man, and uh, oh, let me get down to basics. First of all, i got to say
3: uh, <laughs> What's uh, the matter? You're discombobulated because I started talking about a slice of cheese with the apple pie. And I started talking about <laughs> pizza. Oh, uh, there you go. We got them all discombobulated. So, all right, begin, well, CR. I, 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 I am going to the fact
7: hey, before I go any further, um, guys you, you need to get a hold of jacob i gave him some information and it's very important that, that you guys get with him and, and talk to him about that information but um i got first of all i got to say uh hello to our inside the locker room dirty dozens plus um uh right now we've got uh eight, 81 people as of yesterday and i think we got about like three females out of the 80 some people and um uh, don't forget, though. Everybody, every time you meet somebody new, you got to tell them about the iHeartRadio. They got to download that on the phone, then they got to download Steel Nation Radio. Then inside the locker room, and everybody needs to make sure that everybody else calls four one two nine one nine one three one six. Hey, um, the other thing I wanted to say is that uh, we are we're in good shape of, uh, with this game. There's no, um, I mean, with this team now we got over the hump with that. Um, Uh, losing that one game, Uh, but I am in agreement 110% that we really need to do something about two things. One, about this running game, because I think that the dink, like you said, guys, and you guys are on top of it, man, Uh, the the dinking and dunking and throwing behind the line of scrimmage uh, where the receiver of the ball has to make up at least four or five yards or more before he can even get any positive yards. Everybody else has figured that out now, and we're not throwing down down the field. And then the next thing is... um, Uh, The guys need to catch the balls, and I was looking at Molt. I tell you what, Motes is a sharp dude, man. He got the show on, and he was talking about uh, looking the ball into the eyes and what we're doing. And if you go back and look at it, because I did, the guys are looking around before they actually get the ball to see how they can make a move on somebody. Right. And uh, his example is the example of all examples. And that's uh, a Brown. Antonio Brown was a monster. I mean, he had some issues outside of that, but when it comes to technique and talent, right. the boy is dangerous. As a matter of fact, they could make a video on him for people to learn how to how to get the job done.
2: Yeah, you no. Know, a. I mean, a B. A B. Took the field like nobody else saw him play, and uh, uh, he was so competitive. Uh, he was competitive a- after uh, against uh, free agent rookies. And then uh when he'd catch the ball he'd take it to the to the house every time You're talking about in practice. Yeah, yep. every, every uh, in practice and uh uh he'd uh, after practice he he'd uh, he'd be at the jugs machine uh catching balls.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, he, he he's great. Uh, as far as this guy talking about the um, guys taking over over the over the division. Hey, I mean, you know, you got to show me. i mean, right now i um, like I said, the, the losing the game was was I am mean, you know undefeated. Which which would you rather? Which would we rather be? And I'm talking to Steelers Nation. Would we rather be undefeated and no Super Bowl, or, or 12 and one? Or, or, excuse me, uh 15 and one and a Super Bowl? Right. I just look back at the New England Patriots. that went all the way through and then they got there and the Giants beat that booty not once but twice and knocked them out of that uh, that, that uh, undefeated season. So I don't really care about that. That that's not important to me.
2: Yeah, Super Bowl. No question. Yep.
7: So hey guys, I'm not oh and, and Wolf, you are in some serious trouble. Some serious, serious trouble. How's that? Because you know who's coming you know who's coming up later? Two. Juan. <laughs> and,
3: and well, hey, I was told that you know we had we got a pass on the on the way in, so no, I just didn't weigh in.
2: Uh, you, he didn't give a pass. I'm sure that I heard that last week. There's a
5: positive.
7: Don't let him get away with it. Just do not let him get away with it. He's trying hard, but I'm telling you, Juan is going to get you, boy. <laughs> hey, Juan, sick him. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. That's all right. I'm oh, hey, st- hey, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it.
5: <laughs>
7: all right. I-, I can go with that. Hey, guys, but uh, again, make sure you get that information from, from from the guy because it's very, very important. So okay. I don't want to talk too long because I've got chewed out several times about being on the phone too long. <laughs> so, Hey, if you want to get here, then you got to get up like me, set your clock ahead of time, have your system set up, and as soon as that, that clock goes off at 9 o'clock, you need to get on that phone. If you behind me, that ain't on me, that's on you. <laughs> anyway, all right. in this house, we are diehard fans. In this house, we are very passionate. In this house, we are still a nation. In this house, we are family. In, in the meantime, and in COVID-19 between time, at 11 and 1, here we go, Steelers.
3: Here we go. Thank you. Thank you, CR. We just You are now a super fan. Yeah. All right? CR. <laughs> you've, you've cranked it up a little bit. Okay. All right, we're so gonna, we got to go to break, I believe. We're going to
2: take a break. Uh, and uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. And we'll be back after this with Weigh In Wednesday.
1: make routine plays routinely and I say that often but there's a lot of truth to it um, you know we got to make routine plays routinely and we're not making them routinely enough right now and so it's, it's, it's affecting our fluidity as a collective group.
2: So the Foo Fighters put me to sleep. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They, you go to the
3: doors. Oh.
2: Doors. Doors. I, I like the doors. Yeah, okay, fine. So, they put me to sleep. Yeah, so uh, um, uh, Mike Tomlin said uh, we have to uh, routinely... Uh, play routinely. I expect
3: guys to make routine plays right. routinely. Yeah. And part of that routine plays made routinely is catching the ball. And part right. of the problem they've got right now is that according to like things like ESPN stats yeah. and info, they're tracking the Steelers drops at about thirty one, which is right. about ten more than any other team. Yeah. Now you got pro football focus is they say twenty eight drops. You got pro football reference twenty seven. 27, 28, 31, regardless. Right.
2: That's way too many. Yeah, that's, uh, that's just way just ridiculous. Too many. Yeah, the, too many drops, too many drops, too many drops. And, uh, you know, I think they they have a great uh, stable of wide receivers
5: they and do. tight ends. But and, here's uh, the
3: problem. You've got Deontay Johnson is has is dropped about 10 passes. Yeah, Eric Ebron, they credit with about six dropped. Uh, Washington, Juju, and Connors with three apiece. Right, that's a lot. That's way too much, you know. And um, for your top pass catchers, you're gonna have to do something, or you've got to get them. You know, it's like I I really look at when you Mike Thomas says I expect guys to make routine plays routinely. You know, it's kind of like uh, again I go back to that story about the farmer and the mule with the two by four. Yeah, you got to get their attention, and I think right now, hopefully. Mike has gotten their attention. He's made some statements about the fact that, listen, you know, if you can't catch the ball, we're going to find somebody who can. To, actually, it's Chuck Knoll that, that said that. But.
2: Vance McDonald, uh, I, I think uh, you should go to him more well, often.
3: you know, uh, Vance is a guy that uh, has great capabilities. Um, unfortunately, it seems like the more you drop the ball, the more it's like a yawn, and it just seems to go around and catch the receiver room uh, you know, one by one, it's an infectious thing, and they've got to, ret- they've got to just, you know, load up and, and and come out and catch the ball, and it's got to be a refocus. Right, right. You know, Cr was talking about mozi ta- Arthur Moats talking about looking the ball in, and yeah. uh, he's absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have these little crossing routes over the middle, and you you saw Deontay looking to move, you know, with his eyes moving before he caught the ball. Yeah, and uh, you know. I'm sorry, but you, you got to secure the catch first. And That's
2: and, and uh, A.B. Uh, is uh, the king of
3: securing the catch. He was. He was tremendous at it. Yeah. Nobody worked harder in practice. Right. And especially when it came to the catch and tuck. You'd watch him catch, tuck, catch, tuck, catch, right. tuck, over and over and over. Then you'd watch him in between plays. And he would go through on air like a karate master would, would do a kata. Right. All right. He would practice his release his, his hand traps for the release. Right. I think you worked with him one yeah, time. Yeah, at yeah, yeah. And he, and he would practice over and over on air, the things that he would do right. to release from man press at the line of scrimmage. Those are the things that you do if you want to get better, if you want to yeah. be the best you can be. So, you know, looking at this, it's way too many drops that we got going on. Yeah. And uh, when you lead, you know, uh, when you've got 10 drops, double digit, um, well – I think Mike Tomlin said it best. Uh, they can be replaced by those who will catch the ball. Right. So
2: yeah, there you have it. So we're going we're to go back to the phones. Ed in uh, Cleveland. Ed, welcome to the
3: locker room. Hey,
4: good, good morning, guys. How
3: are you? We're doing fine, Ed. Did you hear the tweet from Miles Garrett?
4: I-, I did not, but I'm going to tell you who that right tackle is, and I think he's better than our guy, guys. I hate to say it, it's Jack Conklin.
3: Now nah, you know what I would I think he, I'd put I'd put Matt Filer up against him. Yeah, I would.
4: Okay, but he's not playing right tackle. That's I understand.
3: Him. I understand. That's my I
4: next point. You. If you put Filer, if you put Filer out there, I agree with you 100. Uh, percent Well, but I think uh, Conklin's better than Okafor. I mean, and I'm a Steelers fan, guys. I hate to say it, but I'm no,
3: I, I I would I would put Conklin ahead of of Okafor too. Yeah. Um, my here's my yeah, thing. No. At some point in time, Kevin Dotson's going to be in the lineup. And when and if uh, that ever happens, I would think that, it, you know, I would move Matt Filer back to right tackle. Matt Filer, you, in my opinion, he's a better tackle than guard. He he does a great job of, uh, on the double teams as a drive blocker rather than a postman, you know?
4: Yes, Yeah. I agree with you 100. I just wish we would have made that move one banner went down. I think that was the move we should have made, but obviously we didn't know what we had in time. You just time. didn't know you Probably couldn't make there.
3: that move that quick. Yeah,
4: yeah. Right. 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 All right, guys. First, first, thing I want to start off by saying, I'm not. I'm, I'm not really mad. I'm not mad at all about the loss. Is what I am is I'm a little. I'm a little bit uh, disappointed. Is, is is what I am. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I believe in my heart that was a game we could have had, you know, and, and, and also I'm concerned too. I, I, uh, I, I know we had that, we had that team and we let them off the hook and I'm concerned we, we have the ability, I'm, I'm concerned that we have the ability to catch the ball and I know people want to talk about the run game, but if, if we catch the ball, I don't think we're talking too much about the run game. Uh, on, on uh, what was it? It would have been Tuesday morning. Um, uh, Guys, and it's not—it's not the fact that the guys are catching are dropping contested balls. It's the—it's the wide open ones that are uncontested that are right. going for third downs, and, and, right. and those are the ones that concern me, not—not not the contested balls, you know. And I—I uh, I th- I think we have at least fifteen or sixteen drops in the last last two weeks. So if we have twenty-eight as a whole, that I mean, we, we led up into that the last two weeks. My my other thing is. Last night the Ravens played uh, Dallas. They ran, yeah. they ran for over three hundred. they ran for over three hundred yards. I watched Cleveland run for over three hundred yards against things. It's it, it, part of it's our game plan. We we went in that Dallas game. Ben went through forty two times for three hundred and six yards in, in that game against Dallas. And while Connor's only rushed for nine times for twenty two yards, I just I just think the, the game the game plan there is, is a little bit off. And then in, oh, and then when we played Brandon Williams. Uh, Baltimore, in my opinion, has the best secondary in, in the whole entire football. I mean, I love their secondary. With Brandon Williams out, Ben throws the ball 51 times. So, sort of, to me, it's a little bit of a mixture of the play calling with the drops are, are our problems. So, I know, I know Randy Figner doesn't have an ego, but I think that could be the problem, too. I, I think, basically, I think Randy needs to step up and say take more of the offense. Or, or if it's not Randy, then it's got to be Coach T. He's yeah. Step up and say, hey, we gotta run we gotta run the ball a little bit
2: more. All right, you know, you know, you know Ed, Ed, they, they've got Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, uh, Marlon Humphrey, uh, and Chuck Clark DeSean uh, Deshaun Elliott and and Anthony Levine Jr. Uh, but they right. they've got a great secondary and uh, Marlon Humphrey strips the ball, Marcus Peters strips the ball, Jimmy oh, Stiff.
5: Yeah.
3: You know they 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 strip the ball right, but the point. The, the, what I I hear you saying, Ed, I, I'm looking at this. I'm going to me right now. It's about that point in time to recalibrate the offense because you can.
1: That's where I'm hitting.
3: You know, here's here's my problem is that when the running game is starting to stall and they got the eight man box, you have a Hall of Famer a quarterback and that short passing game clicks. It's it's fun to watch and it's great. But the problem is when you run into what you ran into the other night, not being able to get critical first downs and so forth, and run the ball, which takes some ease off of the pass receivers and creates that balance so that the defense is not playing like volleyball spikers at the front line. Yeah. These guys are playing like middle setters. You know, I mean, you know, in volleyball, they're 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 looking at Ben's eyes or trying to get hands in his face and everything else. And I simply put, if you run the ball, if you're able to run the ball. And have those defensive linemen have to acknowledge the fact they gotta go from their run keys to pass keys. Right. It changes the whole complexion.
2: And then when they the when they run the play action pass. Oh yeah, you uh, can suck everybody in. You suck everybody in. That's, that's,
4: that's my thing. Like like if our guys put our hands if it's third and one and you got your hand in the dirt, right? And I'm talking about our whole offensive line. You got your hand in the dirt, right? And then you run play action off of that. The play action off of that. And I think part of our problem is, you know, I hear Ben saying that he wants to win. He wants to win. You know, when when the Patriots of old, or or even I've seen it this year with Tampa Bay, when Tom Brady wants a first down, he runs that. He runs that uh, one yard sneak. Mm-hmm. Ben has to do that. I don't know why he doesn't. Yeah. Do. We used to think it was. We used to think it was. Um, uh, the offensive coordinators Todd
3: issue. Haley, oh, no. You know, yeah, I will hey, say this. I saying. remember this, Ed. The one thing I will say, I thought about this while they were taking the five cracks. The one thing I thought about was Ben was having some issues with the knee. And uh, okay, it, I can
4: get
3: that now. But, but look, for the normal, yeah, for the most part, I'm with you, Ed. Hey, you know what? Tom yeah, Brady's yeah. been yeah. quarterback sneaking past the age of 40. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can too. But hey, I, okay. I just thought about Ben's knee at that point.
4: Okay, I get that this week. Yeah, I'm okay with it this week. I'm just saying going forward, you know what I'm I mean? I got you. I'm with that, you. You want to win that Super Bowl, you got to do anything. And last thing I got, guys, you guys took a call yesterday. I was online. I was on hold, but this guy said every single thing I wanted to say. Guy in New York, the police officer in New York. I've been listening to you guys for seven, eight years, and I don't think his name might have been Dan. That guy was awesome. Best call I've probably heard from you guys ever. I want to say I want to thank him, and I want to hear him to continue to call. Shout out to him. A great call yesterday. That was but, Dan from
3: Long Island. That's who it yeah,
4: was. Okay, we're Long Island. Okay, yeah, but. uh he started out with Pat Benatar, and I don't even know what he ended up with. It was all good. i can tell you that. It was all good. I love that car. I, I hung up because he had all my points. You know, so. Well,
3: we appreciate you. We appreciate Danny from Long Island. And uh, that was, by the way, yeah. that was Jacob's get. So just so you think I have yeah. that great grasp of memory, that was my man Jacob yeah. over, over in the control room. Well,
4: I heard you guys call him uh, Dano a little bit, too. So let's just book him, Dano. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. thanks guys you know take another caller thank you guys
5: have a good one and let's have a better week this week all All
3: right right. love it ed thanks brother appreciate you calling in god bless you ed that's steelers nation cleveland checking in yeah so we greatly appreciate these guys and and folks by the way we are so appreciative of your kindness your kind words and the fact you call in uh we love steelers nation everybody's everybody's got an opinion it's all valued and uh you know it's like you always say. Um, there's no, there's no stupid questions, just stupid answers, which I'm fully capable yeah, of yeah. giving. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, me too. But, but uh, the, you know, the questions. Hey, you know what? That we're all just learning about this game and, and just loving this game. And so thank you for your prayers. Yes, that's thank you for your prayers and Luch. well wishes. That is, that is just huge. So, yeah. All right, so we've got coming up, we got the great Jim Wexel right uh, coming up at the top of the hour, and it'll be fun. Oh, by the way, tomorrow we're going to have Bryant McFadden on right. at eleven twenty. B Mac, I'm I'm anxious to hear from him. Right. You know, he's doing what we're doing. Yeah, you know, he moved on into the media, and he's another one of those guys that is excelling and doing such a great job. I've always appreciated. Uh, B Mac, I think he's a heck of a young man, and right. um, I'm looking anxious, anxiously, uh looking forward to talking to him tomorrow. That'll be fun.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that yeah. too. Yeah, you know, you you love the guy. So. All, right. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we'll be back with more stuff. He's Wolf. I'm touch, You're in a locker room.
0: Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. So we played "Sweet Melissa" for Jimmy Wexel, author of uh, the
2: Palomalo book, and uh, uh, he's just a great. Uh, a great writer. Writer.
3: If you want to read a great book, and again, you know, I'm I'm saving that for a little bit later when uh things calm down so i can yeah spend more time being able to just read it and get into it but just the the very start of the book is awesome yeah yeah and uh the it just, introduction is yeah awesome. it just gets better from there so and
2: uh and so uh, we uh, welcome jimmy wexel from steel city insider jimmy how are you doing
8: I'm all warm inside after that wonderful introduction, guys. <laughs> you know, a little a little yeah. almond
3: Brothers gets you too. You know, I mean, it just kind of it warms you it really into does. it.
8: It really does. Thank you so much.
3: Well, such a pleasure. You know what? I got to tell you too. I was really uh, it was a, such a pleasure to meet your daughter Samantha, Miss Samantha, there the other day. You know, just having to, just to say hello over the phone. Yeah,
8: very nice young lady. Me- you, she really is, but I scolded her. I said, you know, when you say hi to people, say their name. Say hi, Wolf. <laughs> she likes being called Wolf. You know, she wasn't sure. I, I could call you Wolf, but.
3: Right. She's yeah. just trying to be deferential to an old right. guy, that's yeah. all. <laughs> she called yeah. you Mr. Wolfley? No, she, she was just very, she was a little bit shy. And she yeah. was very sweet, very kind. And, uh, you know, um, just I've heard so much good things about her from her dad. So it's just um, it's it was good to meet her. So having said all that, Wex, uh, this this season took a a turn, did it not? Uh, Miles Garrett now is tweeting from Cleveland, the Steelers might have opened the door. What say you?
8: Well, yeah, they opened the door, sure. Sure. You know, that I I suspected that game in Cleveland would be a problem anyway, especially as easily as the Steelers. Handled the Browns doesn't mean they are going to do it again, and yeah, there's problems. And Wolf, you talk about being a great writer. I really liked your solution this morning, and in this morning's column at Steel City Insider, and also a lot of the things you said are are so true. But and you say all those things, and you always have a positive outlook. But that running game is problematic. Yes, right. it is.
5: Yeah. it is you know
8: yeah uh and and for a lot of reasons a thousand reasons and we all know them we've all been talking about them and it's 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 here it's upon us and i like your solution i i won't say it you want to talk about it you probably already have been
3: yeah we did talk a little bit about it now i I was uh, you know making the point that uh one of the things that's it's going to happen sooner or later is Kevin Dotson's going to be in the lineup. And at that point, what are you going to do? Because he has shown me in my mind that uh, his guard play, one of the things that the Steelers lack is when you get eight men in the box and you start the counter traps and things of that nature, Matt Filer has his struggles in pulling. I mean, at the point of mm-hmm. conflict, when you come on yeah. the trapping man, um, being able to either log or kick out, those things got to be decisive. And I thought Matt – Matt is better talented, in my book, at the tackle position. Um, he's big. He's strong. When you double-team, he's better as a drive blocker, that being the guy that assists the guard on the man with his hand in the dirt, than the postman. Yeah. The postman's got to get under and up. For years, I double-teamed with Mike Webster. All right, and One of the things that Mike Webster did so very well was as a postman, he would get under and up and lift the guy up. And then as the drive man, I got to be. It was like it's like shooting uh, ducks in a in a in a duck pond with a 30-6. I mean, you just come down on that hip and you can bang the guy away and I just believe Matt Filer is better suited as a drive blocker and that will help the run blocking and right. also Kevin Dotson is very good at pulling on the run. He gets low body position. He traps. He does all those good things well. I think he's better suited for that.
2: Yeah, and Jimmy, I, I think they have to come off the ball. I, I think they have to. No uh, question. Uh, roll off the front foot and headbutt and uh, throw their fists up in the ribs. That's why. That's the way we yep. used to run block.
8: Well, you know, it, does that take Ben out of the shotgun and things like that?
5: Right. You know, what,
8: what, where do the coaches want to go with this? That's, I think, a question. And, and uh, you know, the other problem is the receiver receivers. Uh, do you bench someone now, or do you, you know, I think he did a good job of threatening them at his press conference. I think this might be the threatening week yeah. if it continues. But I don't know. You know, Ebron is never going to be a blocker, so that's not helping your run game either. No. And if he's going to continue dropping the ball, I know he's a playmaker, but, I mean, come on. And, uh, you know, Deontay Johnson, really, really, he needs to toughen up.
3: Yeah,
2: he Uh, really needs to. He just looks
8: like he doesn't want to get hit. And I think that has something to do with his drops. That's just my take.
3: Well, you know, the thing that I'm, – I'm really interested. I wish we could have some conversations with – you know, the problem is when you can't be around the players, you can't be around the coaches, it's difficult to right. really kind of ascertain some of the finer points. When you have a Chase Young coming off the field or Montez Sweat saying, we got it figured out, there's something going on with a correlation of whatever receiver sets they're in and whatever you know, route combos they're using where guys are starting to get a feel for when they can deflect the pass Four deflected balls are way too many. I mean, just in one right. game, that's amazing. And I understand, you know, offensively, you can do some things with cut blocking guys and so forth, but still there's something there that they're correlating either statistically or they're getting some sort of uh tip off as to when the short passing game's coming. And of course it's a, big part of the offense anyhow so if you're not getting home on the pass rush look to Ben's eyes and see where he's at I'm sure is part of it and some of it is just laying off in cover two, playing your zone and reacting
2: and you know what uh, uh, they uh, they w- when Ben gets rid of the ball quick
3: they uh, anticipate it they do they, they get a look and they, they go after it so anyhow that's, yeah. that's kind of the conversation point you know
8: Right, right. Those are the problems I have. And I like Jim Colony's question the other day. uh, Will you have a kicker that you're confident enough to let him try a 45-yarder? Like, uh, you know.
9: Yeah, I was a little surprised.
8: If you're you're not going to kick the 45-yarder. I mean, he looked good on the 37-yarder. He looked confident.
3: Right. Uh, Yeah,
8: but it was fourth and one. I'm sure that had a lot more to do with it than – uh, a new kicker at forty-five yards.
3: So yeah, you know, I, I sit there and I think in my, I try to think in my head, and I know Tunch and I have been part and parcel of the, you know, you don't deserve to win if you can't get a yard. <laughs> we didn't win. We didn't get a yard. We didn't win. <laughs> so it's the yeah. as, I, as I as I talked about, it's that personal bitter experience that you experience. But truly, you earn that right to 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 go for to go for a fourth run, right. you know what I mean, as an offensive I line like and as a unit. I like that. And I remember yeah. at times we we'd go to Tom Moore and go, we go, we can do it, we can get it. And he looks at us and he just shake his head. And I knew, yeah, he's remembering the last time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, that's what it is. You earn that right.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you can't do it. He he, t- he, he
3: would look at you and don't not believe you. you yeah, know and That's yeah. The, that's the worst feeling in the world especially second only to actually right. coming up short on the field and then coming off the field knowing I just let my coach down, I just let the whole everybody down. You know, it just it's a tough spot to be in.
8: Yeah. Well, you know, Buffalo is not going to be easy at all.
3: No. And by the way, have you been to the homeland lately?
8: <laughs> I have not. <laughs>
3: Because you lived there now. You remember, come on. You got to fess up. I,
8: I loved it. I, I, lo- I lived there until I was 13. You know, those were the golden years. Little League ball. Right. When, when you know, my fastball had a lot more on it. I don't know what <laughs> happened to it. But I, I used to dominate. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I, I moved to Pittsburgh and they caught up to me, you know?
3: Oh, my heavens. You know, that's, that's yeah. tough. But, no, this I is love- going to be a huge game coming up.
2: Speedball, the uh, the uh, what's that? Speedball. I'm
3: with Speedball. Yeah, yeah. Throw that's, that Speedball uh, by you. I, yeah, I, it's oh, okay, yeah.
2: By you. all right. Make you look well, like but, you a know,
5: fool. it looks like, Make...
8: it looks like they it, they have the skewers figured out. You know, cover them deep and cover them short. And I wonder if if Ben's arm is strong enough to throw the intermediates. I don't know if if that's what they're giving them, but. Boy, fourth and one, you know, it's either try a short pass that gets batted down or throw deep to a, a little running back, a back shoulder fade. I just nothing nothing seems to be working. It seems like they have them figured out.
3: You know, the other part of the equation too that really bothered me was when they came out for the third quarter, you know, and and you you had that Washington football team rolling on a 14 play 82-yard drive. Yeah. That screen on third and 12 or third and 14 uh-huh. or whatever it was to me, that to me that was the first moment that it really sank in on me that this is a heavy legged team. I mean, they they were tired, in my yeah. opinion, and I don't think it's one of those things where it's a lot of reps in the first half. I think it's a, an accumulation of a lot of games in a shorter period of time.
8: Well, I, I kind of thought that was my fault because you know when James Washington spun out of that tackle on an out <laughs> and jaunted jaunted up the sidelines fifty yards, I, I tweeted that. He was Otis Taylor. Has, uh, he, has he ever watched Otis Taylor? You remember that? Super- I yeah. remember him. Yes.
5: Oh, that's well, a great memory. Out that
8: out. Well, he was number 89. And if you remember those chiefs uniforms, very similar to the Washington football team's uniforms and number 89 proceeded to go wild.
5: That's he was true. The one
8: that did, made, did, did converted that third and 14 wide receiver screen. And he, he made the one handed catch and, he, he became Otis Taylor. No, <laughs> that's what I did that. It was the mush.
5: That's he your said, fault. Oh,
8: uh, I'll, I'll show you Otis Taylor. I'm Cam Sims. <laughs> I'm Otis Taylor's uh, reincarnation here, pal. Oh, I never heard man. of Cam Sims before, but uh, he sure showed me a lot.
3: Indeed he did. You know, this is, um, I don't know, it, uh, it it was, I at that point in time, it just looked to me like guys were just filling their their. Gap lanes as far as trying to box in the screen, and nobody was really trying to make the tackle. Nobody was hustling. Yeah, it just you know, and I know. Hey, look, you you play a lot of reps in 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 a little limited amount of time to recover. Yeah, it it does catch up with you, and it it can be hard. And I just wonder, you know, you got a Washington football team that had how many days of rest? They have eight, nine, ten days.
2: Well, you know, when when we played. Uh, we were uh, worn down every day right but so we a lot were, of other teams were worn down yeah, too though, yeah, because yeah. everybody was hitting at yeah that well, time. we were worn down every day, but uh we we recovered.
3: Well, I don't know <laughs> do you, hey, Wex, I always tell Tunch about. This, do you remember the time in Cleveland we came out of the dugout, we are jogging towards the dog pound end and before a game going for warmups. and I turned to him and I said, do you see my legs? I can't feel my legs. My legs were here a few days ago, but I can't feel them now. <laughs> That's a bad moment before a game.
2: Yeah, Chuck uh, Chuck killed us. Yeah.
3: Right. Anyhow, moving, oh. for, moving further along, Wex, one of the things that, again, we were talking about earlier, and I really wanted your opinion on this, though, the door, according to Miles Garrett, has been opened. How much do you think – that, that the possibility exists because according to the, some analytic joint, there's a 5% chance the Browns could win the AFC North. Uh, do you think it's more well, or do you think it's less? Well,
8: I haven't looked at the tiebreaker, but 5% makes it seem like the Steelers must own the better tiebreakers. But, you know, Buffalo would be a first AFC loss, and then Cleveland will be a second uh, so those are conference losses. That would be two losses. So I'm assuming that a tie, you know, if they were tied, if Cleveland split the tiebreaker head-to-head, uh, I assume the Steelers have the better division record. And um, the conference, so 5%, probably Cleveland needs tiebreakers too. So it's more than a, a two-game lead right now is my guess.
2: So, Jimmy, uh, did you ever cover Chuck Knoll?
8: No, I didn't. I I talked to him, but I never covered him.
2: Yeah, uh, when 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 you talk to him, what did you talk about?
8: <laughs> um, well, I talked about his genius, and he didn't care for that topic very much.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like <laughs>
8: Coach Knowle.
3: I love who made the comment. The quote was Chuck always made you feel like there was only two other people in the world that were competent, competent to be able to yeah. discuss football with them. And you weren't one of them. <laughs> and I...
8: Well, I can, can you imagine, can you imagine these coaches, they can't, you can't talk. You know, even when you're coaching uh, junior leagues and you, you're into it and you're talking to another coach and you're talking about, uh, you know, mixing pitches up, uh, you know, baseball, did this, the the guys, the other people just can't relate to it, and you're you're so bored, and you're talking down to them. You know, a head NFL football coach just can't talk football with anybody <laughs> except another coach. Yeah, they'll. I I just think they'll 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 put up with you for a while. Right. But it's just not. It's not a conversation that that is going to help them at all.
3: <laughs> you know. You know, Chuck Chuck would make you feel. Uh, you know, he would he would ask you questions, and, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd start to feel uncomfortable. Right. I remember one time I was in the riding a bike in the uh, weight room, and Coach Nolan came over, and he gets on uh, next to me, you know, and I look, and I had just started. I was like at 17 minutes, and Coach says, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. And, and he looked away, and I reached down, and I turned the dial down, so I was at about six minutes. <laughs> And uh, and we had a six minute conversation.
2: (laughs) And and you know what? And uh, I, 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 when the the uh, moment that I really uh, admired Chuck was when he was doing the uh, when he was uh, shuffling on uh, the treadmill.
3: Oh my heavens! And he He fell down. Oh, that was that one. That would take some explanation. We got to go to break, but before we do, Jim. Give us one quick Troy Polamalo note from that book.
8: Okay, well I've told you guys about his his birthright. Um, okay, well you know we talk about uh, in the opening. You, you guys mentioned the draft story, right? The great draft story, and uh, how Dexter Jackson played a, a big role in Troy Polamalo coming here. Dexter Jackson,
5: right? Uh,
8: uh, and, and so Bill Cowher is telling me that. Uh, Wow, you know he met he met Dexter Jackson at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the most recent one, and he's like, "Wow, how big of a a, a, a person were you in the fact Troy Polamalu made the Hall of Fame?" And I wrote in the book, "How big of a factor was Dexter Jackson leaving in Bill Cowher making the Hall of Fame?"
5: And let's take it one step <laughs>
8: further, Mike Mike Tomlin. You know when he goes in the Hall, which I assume he will, his one championship so far was aided. Greatly by Troy Polamalu. Mm-hmm. and But but Mike appears in the second round of the draft story where I talk about the draft of Polamalu from all the other guys who were in other rooms. Ray Horton was in the Detroit Lions room trying to talk them into taking Troy second.
5: No kidding. And
8: when Charlie Rogers, they took Charles Rogers out of, I think, Michigan State, right. the receiver, and he said the Lions people were just laughing at him. No, he goes, he goes. I tell you, Troy will have more catches than Charles Rogers.
5: <laughs> he didn't. He didn't.
8: Charles Rogers had 36 career catches. Troy had 35 career interceptions.
3: Oh my goodness! So, that's awesome. So, but
8: but I, I, that's that, and we had we had Dennis Thurman in the Baltimore room. We had um, Carson Palmer at the draft. Couldn't believe Troy wasn't a top 10 guy, and he. Carson Palmer tells his story about being in New York City. But Mike Tomlin tells a story about, I, I said, Mike, did you scout Troy? He goes, no, nah, we had no chance to get him. I was a secondary coach, and I loved the draft, but we knew he wasn't going to be in our area. He said, but I tell you, I, I was talking to Dexter Jackson when he visited Pittsburgh, and he <laughs> called me. he called me from the bathroom. And... <laughs> And Mike didn't say what his advice was, but he said the reason Dexter pulled out was right. because he wanted to be a leader somewhere.
5: Okay. And, and Pittsburgh
8: had enough leaders, and that was ultimately why he went to Arizona.
5: Wow. I said that
8: sounds like it sounds like advice you gave him, knowing you were going to go coach <laughs> Pittsburgh and Troy Polamalo in a couple years.
5: Goes, That's funny
8: how that stuff works out. <laughs>
3: Oh, that's so fabulous.
8: We'll throw we'll Mike Tomlin into the Hall of Fame. Three people that Dexter Jackson influenced it, uh, into making the Hall of Fame by his simple move. And we have the, the story of how, uh, how it's a great story. The first Good. chapter is all about that. And you you read that and how the Steelers were looking at running backs because they were banking on Dexter Jackson. I can
3: only tell you it was fantabulous. Absolutely. Yeah. Wex, how do we get Mike it real Miller, quick? Real quick, how do we get? How do you get the book?
8: Jimwexel dot com, W E X E L dot We give back to Ch- choice charity, and I sign the books. Or you can get it at Steelers, uh, the merchandising office, Steelers.com merchandising, where you just search Polamalu or search books. Take it right to you, and you'll get professional shipping from them.
3: All right. Thank you so much, Jim Wexel. we uh, got to go. Appreciate you, brother, and what a great book okay. that is.
8: Thanks, guys. Take care. All
3: right. We'll talk to you. There's, we'll be back with more. It's Dungeon Wolf in the locker room.
0: Tunchin Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunchin Wolf. You know that is about as bad as you can get, Victoria. I thought
3: that's great song. That's a great song. I okay. You and I have different definitions right. of great songs. No doubt about it. Jake, was that a great
2: song? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's go. Let's go to Ernesto in Long Beach. What do you
3: say, Ernesto? Hello. Hello. Uh, hello, hey, Ernesto. Good morning, good morning, brother. How are you? Uh,
10: over here, I'm still sad over our
3: loss. <laughs> You'll get over it. You know, here's the thing right. about it: the monkey is off their back. Yeah. The elephant. And the, you know is out of is out, out of the room. room. Yeah, he's out. They're done. Don't worry about the undefeated. It's only let's get our let's get our best play of the year coming together at the most important time of the year.
10: Yeah, I sure, hope so. And uh, you know, you guys pretty much hit everything. All of the concerns that I pretty much you know have been seeing in the last couple two three weeks. You know, they did make us play too many games in, in that short amount of time, and and i'm pretty sure that guys will probably uh you know they're probably tired. <laughs> they're playing hard games and then they uh i heard someone say before that the best time to play pittsburgh or the ravens is after they play each other. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They already play physical games so you know what uh, they got to batter down pittsburgh i, I believe that uh you know with, with well you know with the right amount of breath and 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 if you know games were played on dates that were supposed to we would have won that game but uh you know such as 2020 right
3: that's yeah it is that crazy covid trained 2020 year yes uh, this is really it there's so much that's unusual about it um it just uh i don't know but the, the fact is the Steelers did something they've never done in the history of their organization. They put together 11 straight wins. That's amazing in right. the midst of chaos. That's so, amazing. It's still something that you appreciate, you take note of, and you know that you've, you've done it. You have a reference point, and you can get on another streak. And, again, getting on a streak now is like 5 yeah. That's what you want.
2: Get on a streak of, to finish the season to get into the playoffs. Right.
8: Real
10: interesting too what uh Mike Tomlin was saying. How we are uh you know, we're dependent on those turnovers that we get, you know.
5: Well it's um, true. This is this we is a
10: takeaway you know? defense. Yeah, and our defense, you know, when every time they make a turnover it's like we're gonna win. And then we don't get it and it's it, it just didn't look that way.
3: Well, here's one of the things you got to remember, Ernesto. There's studies out there and uh, the study is if you have a defensive touchdown, a punt return, uh, you yeah, know, if,
2: if anything you like a, that, to
3: return for a touchdown, you win
2: 80% of yeah. the place. No, uh, 80% wow.
3: of the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: Uh Nolan so, said that. So I'm sorry, Nolan said that.
3: Yeah, the whole point is that was a study that was done out there, and it's it's proven factual. So the Steelers have been doing a great job with taking the ball away, giving the offense short fields, and it didn't happen. And you you'd had a you know the game went poorly. So Mike <laughs> Nolan lost. is
2: coaching uh, yeah. the, the defensive coordinator at Dallas, and uh, he wouldn't he, know. Yeah, he would know. <laughs>
10: Do you guys think that uh, we might be throwing the ball a little
3: too much? Oh, I felt that way for a long time. Right. Look, it's it's difficult to say, you know, in the sense of I, I get it. Um, if your running game ain't going, they are stacking the box. You've got to do something. They go to a spread offense. They go to a, a short passing game, and that works for a while. But then you get to crunch time uh, at times, and you need that running game to happen, and it didn't happen.
10: I just don't feel like Big Ben is making those throws, like those mid-range throws. He's not – I just don't – I don't believe I've seen too many of them. They're all either short passes or he takes a shot down the field.
5: You know,
3: um, I look at it this way. Right now the statistics bear that out. I'm not sure why –
2: you know, I just—I I I truly th- believe
3: that if you if you get a running game, you're going to draw those linebackers right. with play action. Yes. If you don't yeah. have play action, that. those those mid-range throws are going to be contested with the linebackers. And,
2: and you know what? Uh, I, I think that uh, uh, you you uh, the uh, um, coverages are uh, are zone because you're not running the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
10: and. Uh- I just feel like, uh, uh, you know, we're not running the ball enough. We're not getting enough. Even if it's not working, I don't think that, uh, you know, the amount of touches that Snell got or McFarland uh, were getting in that game. You know, I think they should have tried to run the ball a little more. But uh, I think a little bit of this, and I'm not too sure, but it might be Ben. You know, it's you know Ben calling more play calls than run plays.
3: Well, it could be. You know, we we're not privy to that um, between Randy and and Ben right now. And you know, I I get it. And you know, a Hall of Famer, it's tough to say. You know, if the running game's not doing well, it's it's tough to say. Okay, you know, keep going, just pound the rock because. uh you, know, you got a quarterback that can throw you to victory. Right. I mean, and it, it, it's like okay, you're tempted to do that, but at the same time, you become so out of balance, and you need more balance in the run game. Right, right now, right. defensive lines aren't really paying attention to anything to do with the run game. They don't worry about run keys and linebackers. They don't. They're not worrying about run keys. Play action's not affecting them. Because they're not worried about it. They just get back in mid-range, and your defensive line, they look for Ben's eyes, try to find out which way he's throwing, put those hands up in the air. Yeah, that was
10: just it. That was all I had. Uh, you guys pretty much hit everything, and, you know, thanks for getting my call, guys. Hey, Go man, ahead.
3: thanks for calling in. We all appreciate right. you, Ernesto, okay? Right,
2: Ernesto, thank you. God thank bless you, you. brother. All right, well, uh, we'll look. We're uh, we're go back to the phones, Kayla in Cincinnati. Kayla, welcome to the
3: locker room.
10: Good morning, guys. How are you? We're Good.
3: fantastic, Miss Kayla. How are you doing?
10: I'm doing well. I'm Doing well, thanks right. for asking. I just I just had a quick question as we're trying to turn you know turn the page on that loss. Right. Um. You know what what did you guys do as players to kind of get over that a loss and kind of get your mind. Set back to, you know, we're gonna we're gonna win. We're gonna we're gonna get back to it.
3: Cherry cheesecake did yeah. it for me every time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> cheese. I, I, I had cheeseburgers. <laughs> cheeseburgers start off in a little cherry cheesecake. Uh, and
2: uh, you know what uh, uh, Chuck would say? Uh, keep the uh, keep the loss behind you, and
3: uh, and the only problem was work and on, here's the thing about it. One of the things that, that in modern day football. Mike Tomlin is great at turning the page. Yeah. Move on ahead. Coach Noel would tell you, put it in your rearview mirror, but then he'd keep reminding you of, of some of the things you yeah, right. did wrong. Yeah, <laughs> You know, gotcha. a little bit of uh, mixed a mixed message.
5: Gonna,
10: I had a feeling it was going to be something about food, but cherry <laughs> <laughs> cheesecake and uh, cheeseburgers, I like it.
5: It works. I like. It. Well,
10: let's, let's hope the boys uh, enjoy some of that, and this weekend we get that win in Buffalo. I'm, I'm ready for... Ready for another
2: win. Sounds good. I'm ready for (laughs) uh, 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 chicken wings.
3: (laughs) Sounds good. And I'm ready for a Palmer pie. Uh, Yes. we got to get Hoopy (laughs) to make one. Thank you so much, Ms. Kayla. Appreciate you calling Uh, in. All
10: right. You guys take care.
3: Take care now. All right, Kayla. Thank you. All right, let's go to Juan. I think we got to go to break first. No, uh, we got to break. Uh, Hold sorry. on, Juan. We'll be back we're, to we're,
2: you. We'll be back to you, Juan. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room.
0: Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. So, yeah, I I love that song. Yeah, I I know you do. I
3: I love Rare Earth. I know. Yeah. You ask for it every day.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes, see,
3: Jacob's going, yes, he does, yes, Yes, he does. Rare Earth is... Uh, the Midnight Rider.
2: uh, Yeah, the Midnight Rider. (laughs) Rare Earth did this uh, concert at the Altamont. (laughs) All right. Let's go to the phones, Jalooch. We go to Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Welcome, Juan. Hey, good
9: morning, guys. How y'all doing? We're
2: doing fabulous.
3: How you doing, brother?
2: Juan, how do you how do you like our um music selection?
9: Hey, I like that song. I, I was just jamming to it. I like to celebrate you. I like that <laughs> sounding.
3: All right. What do you got, one? Hey, uh,
9: before I get started, shout out to my guys, the Dirty Dozen Bakers plus one. Hey Wolf, I yes. didn't hear anything. It's weighing Wednesday. Talk to me, buddy.
3: Well, here's what happened. I thought that that was given, you know, uh, a, you know, a week off. Um you know, I thought that the, we, we said there would be no more weigh-in Wednesdays for, uh, you know, a couple of weeks because I thought it was Christmas time. That's what you I know, thought. We
9: said, for thang- <laughs> we, said, we said for Thanksgiving. Did we say that? No, Pastor,
3: I, I could have sworn I, I heard that it was through Christmas because, you know, Christmas is the time of year to celebrate. You know, I mean, you, you, we play the song, you eat the cookies, you, you know, you have a good time. <laughs>
9: Well, I, well, you didn't do it, and I didn't I gained two pounds. <laughs> it was great.
3: I got a feeling I'd be right there with you. I I ain't saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sitting here uh, wearing s- elastic sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loose ones.
9: All right, let's get started um, about this game, Um um, I ha- To be honest with you, I'm happy we got the first loss so we can get that undefeated thing out the way because everybody was worrying about All the other fans were worrying about that. And also, the only two problems I had with the game was the um. did you think Alice Pope watched the Baltimore game the week before because when Vince William pulled, pulled um, Baltimore down for kicking the field goal? So did you think Alice Pope saw that and that's why he did that move on us?
3: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know,
9: uh... and, also, <laughs> and, and then the other thing was, I didn't like the fourth down and one forty-five yard field goal. He should have kicked that. The guy kick it because we don't know how long balls will are going to be down. So you got to give a guy a chance. What you guys got to say about Yeah,
2: that. I, I I I agree. I would have kicked the field goal.
3: Yeah, I, I think you know the guy's a pro. You got to give him a shot to to contribute, and that's one of those things you find out. Uh, I would think you want to find out what his range can be, you know, because uh, if you have to go with him any longer, you got to know.
2: You know, I, 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 I think he's uh, uh, short over fifty, but uh, true over forty-five.
9: Yeah, because if we would kick that field goal, that could have probably made a a big difference in the game. Because it it was, I think it was um, tied, or we was up ten. Fourteen, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, it would have probably made a big difference on the game. So yeah, that was the only two problems I had with the game. And then um, so I, you know, I'm a stats guy, so I got some stats for you okay.
5: guys. Okay, your... sure. So,
9: Everyone, everybody's talking about the old line, but hey, the old line to me is doing pretty good because we had the third most games without allowing a sack in NFL history. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: And how far have they gone? Because prior to the game, it was 199.
9: We got five. We're going to five games with Big Ben without being sacked. The Miami Dolphins, 88 team, had the longest with 19 games. Wow. In the Washington, back then, they were called Redskins. Yeah, the second longest from um, 1991 at eight games, we number three at five games. No kidding. The offensive line is doing pretty
3: good. Pass protection-wise, absolutely. This is a very good pass protection line. And the fact that Ben unloads the ball so fast is is a great enabler. Reminds me of Danny Fouts back in the day with the, the Chargers. But Okay, that's good stats. I like that.
9: Yeah, and also uh, they showed on the screen on Monday night game on the game during Monday night. Of course, Tallman has the fourth best winning percentage at six fifty two in NFL history. Really? Yeah.
3: All right, I like that. Well, we got, a nice eleven and zero, eleven zero, or now eleven one run that will help that.
9: We got George Hallis at number one, Belichick at two, Don Shula at three. And Tomlin at
3: full. Very good.
9: Yeah. So that's, pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty good um, company right there.
5: Yeah.
3: I would say so. <laughs> Papa
9: Bear Hellas. George
2: <laughs> Hallis, uh Don <laughs> Shula, and Bill Belichick.
5: Yeah. And
9: Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> Very good indeed. And one more thing, and I'll let you guys go. So they had Tomlin, Mike Coppin doing again, and him, him and um, Chase Young was going at it. And Thomas said, I don't want to ever lose enough game to get a guy like you. Yeah. <laughs> and Thomas started laughing.
3: I had to laugh because he said, I don't want a guy like you. I like guys like you, but I don't want ever want to have you because I'd have to lose 14 or 15 games.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think
9: that was funny, too.
3: Who did he say that to? Chase Young. Chase, yeah. Chase Young. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good, man. Cause All right. You know, to, to draft a guy like Chase Young, you got to be up in the top. And uh, <laughs> that means 14, 15 losses. He's so, that quality athlete.
2: Juan, thank you for the call.
3: Appreciate you, brother.
2: All
9: right. Thank you, God. Love, thank
5: all you, right. Love,
2: God.
3: all, all right. right, man. We'll talk to you soon. All Thanks right. for calling.
2: We're going to Sarcastic Sword Parts Unknown. Hey, guys. Hope all is well with you
6: guys. Getting ready for the
2: holidays. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Merry Good. Christmas to you, Sword. Mary, Thank
6: you very much. Guys. Merry it's a Christmas. Good time, good time to get your prayers directed where they belong. Right. Hey, I'm glad Miles Garrett is thinking about the Steelers. He's got some games in front of him before we see him. It's nice to know we're in his head. <laughs> probably, probably not the only Brian that we are. So that's good. That's a great distraction.
3: Good point. Right.
6: We're working on them without even being there yet. Okay. Uh, coach Tomlin's quote next man up there's an asterisk at the end of it if you get down at the bottom of the page at the asterisk it says except for kickers uh I was disappointed that like you just mentioned that he didn't try that he's there to kick I mean why do you have him there uh that was not a crazy distance wise kick that's that's what he's there for. That's what you brought him up for. Sword, sword, that.
2: sword yes. uh, when he was kicking uh, in pregame, he 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 was not kicking very far.
6: Okay, well that I'm glad to hear that. Honestly, that that uh, makes more sense. And most of us out here don't know that. I'm glad you brought that up. It clears. Uh, you know, I got a lot of respect for Coach Tomlin, and none of it went down a bit because of this. I was just concerned about it, but that's good to know. That's a fact I did not know. Thank you for that. Uh, uh, The running game, I I hate to bring it up, but in my mind, in the back of my mind, way back, (laughs) is Coach Mike (laughs) Munster isn't there anymore. And I don't care what anyone says. That man is a factor with those linemen, period, in the way they prepare and the way he prepares them for what's coming in front of them as far as the defensive line they're going to face, his strategies, and his personality. And I, that is a man that cannot be replaced by anyone, and no offense to the current fellow, but you had a, a coach, an all-pro, a Hall of Famer there, uh, and he is missed, and I think we're seeing some of that. As far as the catch and the, you know passing the ball, hey, Fechner comes up with a play, Ebron's open, just like we wrote the play up. He drops the ball. He catches it. We got a first down and we move on. We would have probably stumbled along in that game, just like the Ravens game possibly. And, and I think we would have won it if those passes are completed. You're, you're ending drives, you're right. maybe four drives that you take out of the game. Who knows what you would have would have done with those drives. So, in defense of the, pack, I, I, you know, I want a running game more than anyone. I want to see, uh, you know, I, I, I want to see uh, Derek Watt in there like anyone. I want to see Ben get up to the center. If nothing else, that that throws a question mark into what you're doing. And, and instead of the delayed handoffs from the, sh- you know, from the from from the shotgun position, I'd like to see him up under center. I don't know why he isn't up there more. Uh, but, anyways, I I, uh, uh, I, I just in, in defense of the pass game, you catch those balls or most of them. You you can't you can't diagram a game. Uh, like it would have been the same from there. This point on, no, it changes dramatically. Just like the kick, if he makes that field goal, you're kicking off. They don't have it out in their midfield, and every play after that for the rest of the game changes. So uh, all these little things add up to uh, you know to a loss that maybe sure. shouldn't have been. But I, I've got to give the the Washington team credit. Alex Smith is an excellent pro quarterback. Those guys sucked it up. At halftime, and came out and looked like they want to win uh, their division, and they played like it. So you got to give some credit to the to the to the Washington
2: football team. They, yeah. they did a
6: very good job.
2: And you know, uh, Ron Rivera is a great coach. And yep, Pete, he is. Yep. And Pete and yeah. and Pete Hayner, uh, who coached me at Indiana State, he's their tight ends coach. He's a great coach. He I I I, I uh, texted them congratulations, and he texted me back. That's the first time I've won. Uh, I've won against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh.
6: Well, they're like cousins to me. I mean, them guys are in there during preseason uh, in scrimmages with the Steelers. They're like long lost cousins. Uh, Uh, the Redskins slash Washington team. I've always liked that team and their whole organization. And like you say, Ron Rivera, class act those guys and and Alex Smith along with them. So I wish them luck. It certainly is good for football that they're in a tight race finally over in that division. So I'll leave you with that. Look forward to a really big game. And I really got a good feeling about it that we're going to get forgetting. We'll forget about this one real quick if the Steelers play like they can. Uh, on, on, on Sunday night, God
2: bless, guys. Take care.
3: God, God bless safe you. Safe
2: your travels.
3: Thank you, brother. Appreciate you.
2: You know, I, I I like Alex Smith too. He, oh, there's no
3: question. He, he's yeah. a West Coast yeah. well, his, quarterback. But his his whole story of overcoming, yeah, it's it's great. Him, eighteen surgeries. Ron Rivera, uh, just wow. It's it's a right. comeback story. It's a rallying yeah. point. It's something that uh, I thought. The, this organization really needed. Yeah. something to rally around. Okay, we're going to rally around the fact that we are done. So tune in tomorrow to anybody that we didn't get on the air, hopefully call back tomorrow, please. We'll get you Stealo, right on the Jimmy, air. call back oh, tomorrow. Oh yeah, exactly. And let's talk some pizza while we're at it. Okay, it's
5: Doncho Wolf in the locker room. We'll be back tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow.